10 years, three boys, one question, are we friends? Hello, and welcome to the podcast, the name and devastating finishing move of which is Are We Friends? I am your co-co-host, Brian. Hey, it's your boy. Uh, skinny peanut. Wait, no, just kidding. Just kidding. It's Shannon. It's me, Shannon. And I'm Jorge. And and this is the show where three boys who've known each other uh, for 10 years go through their interests one at a time to see if they really are still friends or if it's just inertia. I could, I sorry, uh, I could for real just have a podcast of us quoting vines. The, the skinny penis <laughs> threw me off. So I almost said. I got really, I got screwed up. I, I almost said this is Jorge. This is, this is Jorge, and, and this is Jorge. <laughs> Sorry, Brian, continue. Um, and due to unforeseen circumstances, a dastardly outside attack with a foreign object, Taylor is missing from this episode. And in his place, Shannon the, has shown The reigning up. champion. The reigning champion taking the title away tonight. Yes. Bam, bam, bam. I, don't know, I don't know what champion, <laughs> but she's the champion. <laughs> okay, so what, what, what Fire, are... Fireworks go off everywhere, and it's all great. Yeah, so what are we talking about today, Brian? I'm so glad you asked, Jorge, because I didn't want to ask myself. Um, <laughs> we are talking about... This is our final stop on the pro wrestling... The 2019 Brian Pro Wrestling Extravaganza Tour and Clam Bake Jamboree. Uh, it's worldwide too now. Worldwide, it, it, worldwide, absolutely. It actually has gone worldwide because the last two times we talked about the WWE, the place that everybody knows, the place that everybody thinks of when they think of wrestling. Snooze. But this time, ex- thank you. <laughs> but this time we've traveled to the far east. We've gone into Japan itself to find alternate press bleh, professional wrestling. Um, it turns out there's a lot of alternative professional wrestling. There's actually a lot more. Mexico has a bunch. Um, America is starting to get a little bit more. Uh, but Japan is the one I wanted to focus on because it's just so different okay. from what I showed these little children before, b- before. Before we get into that, since we're on the topic of alternative pro wrestling, mm-hmm. um, I did want to bring up that all three of us and a few other friends of the podcast went to see fucking what what, what was the actual league called oh it was we were, uh it was like ultimate fantasy cosplay wrestling or something like yeah that. so it, went, it was like it, yeah we went to a local comic con, comic convention Comic-Con. it was the comic con comic con it, <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't comic con overly though. formal no, comic it was convention. it was a galaxy con it was a local comic book yes. convention yes and oh, and they featured wrestling. I do want to mention that I saw I, we saw fucking William Zabka. Dude, I made eye contact with William fucking Zabka, I dude. Can't believe and I almost peed my pants. It yes. was amazing. No, that's who is of Cobra Kai fame. If you don't know, which yeah, I if you will don't be doing know, a whole on. then you're a fucking punk. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, this is a free shout out to Cobra Kai on YouTube. A hundred percent watch yeah. it. Like, I'm not saying pay I, for YouTube. But well, definitely watch Cobra Kai, whatever it takes. Definitely yeah, watch it. Whatever it no, takes. No matter First how, no matter how you watch it, watch it. No mercy. No mercy. Anyways, at, at this <laughs> at this convention of comics, we did see this cosplay pro wrestling. and mm-hmm. It was I, the first wrestling I've ever seen in person, which made it even better. <laughs> uh, yeah, same, same for me. But it was yeah, it, fucking nuts, dude. I thought it was going to well, be was, like really weird and lame, but it was not. <laughs> Dude, it helped that and sometimes Brian it was, was but like, other times it helped that Brian was like one of four hype men there. Like, oh just yeah, happened. yeah, everybody was pretty hype. No, yeah, but there were like definitely a few people in the crowd where you're like, yeah, that guy knows how to fucking get yeah, everybody, everybody pumped, was, and it was yeah. like, yeah, Brian's getting me fucking pumped right now, dude. Yeah, these guys weren't fucking. I saw them. They did a real live pile driver. It was bananas. Yeah, and that was that was actually nuts. They, the costumes were pretty good. Yeah, there was like there was a sick Deadpool costume. There was a super super hot thick 
Sailor Moon <laughs> and a super, with like super four hot C's. Like she was out of control. Oh, yeah. That's that Star Lord took his shirt off during. God. It was very good. Dude, Star Lord was... and Sailor Moon were on the same team and ha. There was That was that... the one time when everyone in the crowd cheered. Oh, like yeah. a lot of the times like a couple people cheering and maybe maybe a lot of people got involved when Star Lord took his shirt off. Every single person was like, yeah, this is what I want to see. Yeah, we saw a Skeletor who did an excellent Skeletor voice. Oh, he yeah. did a really good Skeletor. Oh, there's a yeah. Mystique who, if you don't know, is a mutant who can change into whatever human she can humanoid she into wants. like a person. Yeah, yeah. so a, a bunch of the wrestlers, I guess, hid under the ring for how long, <laughs> I don't know. But she would roll under the ring and then a different wrestler would roll out like she transformed. Pop out. It was the only gimmick they had that was worth watching. <laughs> Because the that other was, ones oh, were yeah. like, oh, I'm, I'm electrocuting you. And they would like pretend to <laughs> get electrocuted. <laughs> yeah. That part was weird and lame. Yeah. <laughs> but, that's super uh, fun though. Yeah. Sorry. I thought I'd mention that because that's, that's, a, no, we're, that's we're, good. we're just getting oh, shout outs to everybody. Yeah. I did. I did want to ask since Shannon, this is your first uh, podcast on wrestling that where you're talking about it and not just listening. Um, what is your experience with pro wrestling oh. did you ever see it as a kid like you said this was your first live event that you went yeah, to. yeah dude little to none i basically really? my entire knowledge of wrestling comes from the two episodes about wrestling <laughs> oh, created no. by this podcast <laughs> before this one so she's so, a okay. bona fide expert on american professional wrestling boom absolutely you can go check those episodes out to learn more on American professional wrestling. Yeah, they were they were really. I can't even good say that with a straight too. face. It's, just... it's really funny to watch Taylor not be able to handle it. It's <laughs> yeah. I feel like I definitely handled the wrestling much better than yeah. Taylor. And Love you, Taylor. Cool. That's a good segue <laughs> into this uh, into this next one. Yeah. It's really good that we swapped out Taylor. Swapped, I say for uh, for this this episode. Yeah, he was a, he was mysteriously attacked backstage, and then Shannon showed up to replace him. Yeah the the first match. <laughs> We watch. So this is Japanese. Re- is there what, what's the name of like the organization? It was uh, this organization is called New Japan Pro Wrestling. Okay, and d- is New Japan? They keep they kept saying New Japan. Do they just mean the organization? That yeah, that's no, what they, they actually created. It's like a saying brand w- new It's like saying WWE. Yo, yeah. you make fun of me, but sometimes they do shit like that in that cafe. Like, like make a whole new. Oh, okay. I was on, like, man. dude, they don't just make new. Yeah, like like oh, the Undertaker's okay. undead brother Kane coming back from the dead. To, <laughs> yeah, they do shit like that. Okay. They do that all the time. Um. So the first match we watched, though. I swear there there was no theatrics about it, and then it was just them actually hitting each other. I, I, if I, yeah, what it was real, right? Like that was crazy. I was, so I was just thinking that like if Taylor was there, he would have literally died. It was I think he would have fainted. Way he would too have fainted. Intense. Absolutely. Um, I, for the audience, and then just for you guys as well, of course. I the goal with this, I showed. Uh, we watched two matches together, and the goal of the first one was to really emphasize how different Japanese wrestling is and can be from American, like traditional American wrestling, the sort of WWE, like sports entertainment, where it's like a lot more flamboyant characters, a lot of these things. And like the wrestling's fine, and it, but it's really like telling a story only. This is like, Japan treats wrestling as like a sport. Like, America teach, treats wrestling like a show, like an entertainment show. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Japan is like, this is a sport where competitors compete and win and fight and all this stuff. Like, they know it's fake. Okay, but, they know it's scripted. They know whatever. But it, it's also a show. Like, but it's but it's also a show for sure. I feel like it's just a show of, like, who can get punched more times and, like, who yes. is more manly. Well, that's for sure the first one. Because, but... like, American wrestling oh, isn't, like, God. who's more manly. It's, like, who is more crafty and uses their storyline to win, mm-hmm. you know? Like, this was, like, yeah. who can th- shove their fucking elbow into this guy's eye socket the most times? Yeah, so to be clear, <laughs> the, the, the first match we watched was very intense, and it was a lot of them letting each other hit each other. And just trading yes. blows to show how tough they were. And they were, like, hurting each other for real. And it was disturbing and fucking awesome. This is this is what we would call uh, strong-style wrestling. Strong-style wrestling is, like, basically the, the main tenants are like, I'm actually going to beat the shit out of it. Like, I'm going to hit you hard. 
I'm not going to, you know how you make it look less fake? Actually hitting them. Yeah. So that's what they do. They just well, the incredible thing was like the go to town. Completely different sound effects because you can hear that it oh is actually God. flesh hitting flesh. Yeah, ain't of, like, no sound effects. That's the, just yeah. the sound. Yeah. yeah, which is crazy. But they do. Yeah. The second match we watched, and we can we can go back and forth, <laughs> but we get back to them theatrics because it was, uh, fucking the Rainmaker versus Kenny Omega. Yeah. And it was the. The intros that they both did were like you were Chen. You said it. It was like we're watching the fucking Olympics. Like they had fireworks, fireworks. Going off and, and yeah, it was either like a fucking insane concert from the nineties or the Olympics <laughs> or both of them put together. What got me was in the promos when they're like looking at the camera and shit. They had like the angles on them so they could like look up yeah. all fucking. Like he, he has cinematically the, and cool. He's like pulling like, out the finger guns, and it's like the camera staring down the barrel of his dude, finger he guns. He had a gun, like he had yeah. a real fake gun. He didn't yeah. just have finger guns too. Well, just fucking Kenny Ortega. What's, oh, maybe maybe we should no, have Brian Kenny Kenny background. Ortega. <laughs> Shit, I knew I was gonna do that. Well, what, I'm so glad you did. What's weird is that in the promo <laughs> he had finger guns, but then when it uh-huh. got to the actual match, he came in with the sawed-off oh. shotgun. Yeah, he came, well, he was doing a Terminator. Uh, he was doing a whole Terminator thing. There was like before his entrance, like before he even came out to the ring, there was like this little movie of him being the Terminator. He was butt naked fucking coming in with like the orb you know the 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 time travel orb and he was like give me your clothes and he beat up some japanese guy he did, and he he did the like, thing where where your your eyesight looks like a, yeah. looks like a computer screen and a target like yeah. locks on the guy <laughs> it had to translate between english and japanese it was, it was super cool yeah. what, that was so, great what what brian what's like the deal with these guys like so you they fought before right <laughs> Can you can you give a description of both of them yeah, and give, their names? Because Rainmaker's full name I never remember. And like some yeah. background. And that's okay. Um, and maybe, maybe so, the two guys from the first one too. And yeah, yeah and how this, hot they are. They- <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I didn't mean that they're super hot. I mean, tell us how hot. Oh, on a scale of one to on ten. On a scale of one to ten for the people listening, how yeah. hot are they? Oh yeah. Um. So the first match we watched was between. Uh, Katsuyori Shibata and Tomohiro Ishii. We can, we call them Shibata and Ishii. That's pretty much okay. it. Um, Ishii is his nickname is the Stone Pitbull. So he's like this short, stocky, kind of older at this point, just like tough motherfucker who's like, I'll beat up anybody I see. I don't care if you're a million feet tall. Looks like he hasn't smiled once in his entire life. I don't think he knows what a smile is. He's going to have no wrinkles. Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) Except for where all those punches hit him. (laughs) I was going to say, he's going to have a bunch of welts that look like wrinkles that just form on the side of his head. Um, The the, the other guy he fought was Shibata, Shibata. who's Nick... Whose nickname is the wrestler, by the way, which is hilarious because all he did was punch and kick. Only awesome. punches and kickies. <laughs> like all he did was beat up Ishii. It was terrible. I love Shibata, um, dude. I don't know what it was. Shibata worked. It worked for me. Shibata's great. Because he had this uh, look like he was exercising demons to yeah. stop him yeah. from murdering Ichi, dude. He's a guy that like, if you were another wrestler and you saw you were wrestling him that day, you would just be like, oh mother. Fucker! Yeah, like, Damn oh, it! Oh shit! Just, are you kidding me? Like I gotta. Oh, um, the best part about Shibata, though, he is. Um, I would say he's pretty hot. Ishii's like gruff and tough and like small. Like he's just like. I agree. He's not like hot, but he's like he's okay. Um, Shibata is more on like the handsome scale, most especially because he has been compared to a certain. Uh, Ronald McDonald <laughs> from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yes. His nick, one of his nicknames on Reddit is Japanese Mac, and I support that so it's much. So I ship good. it, dude. I ship it. <laughs> you, you ship. I ship it. Dude. You ship Shibata Mac and Japanese. And Mac. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, it was. I'm just trying to have a good time, okay? I to, be, to be clear, I didn't invite myself here. This was the the fight where they were just exchanging blows back and forth, and Shibata yeah. is like not not full lanky, but he's like thinner and a little shorter. And then the other guy, Ichi'i, 
Did I get it? Yeah. No, Shibata is definitely yeah. taller. Yeah. Ichi is Shibata like stockier is, and shorter. Yeah. But exactly. He's, he's, Shibata's he's got fat. more of like a regular he's build. Like two C's. He's yes. Dude, throw a couple more C's on him, and and a K at the end, just to be sure. Like, yeah. So it was really cool watching. Yeah. Watching them go at it. Because also, Itchy-E, for how big he was, was pretty quick on his feet. Oh, yeah. They were like, they were oh, really yeah. going at it. You could you could tell it was really in... You, first of all, from the get-go, the first thing that happens is the bell rings, and they just both run at each other and try to kick each other in the head, and then punch each other repeatedly over and over They again. didn't even um, punch each other, though. They just threw elbows into oh, yeah, they were each oh, other's yeah. temples. They were like, like it was just they like... They were like... left and right. Dude. They were like hockey fighting, but with just elbows only. Just I feel to, like, like I'm going to close my stop. eyes tonight, and all I'm going to see is fucking <laughs> elbows flashing all around, dude. Yeah, Bri- Brian's moving here, and we've talked about watching some pro wrestling, but I, I think mm-hmm. i got to ditch that WWE nonsense. I, I, I think we're going to have to go full Japanese. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, I was going to say, I have actually a little disclaimer about this. I did. I've obviously done research. I've obviously looked over things. But um, Japanese wrestling is actually the least. I I watch it the least. And the reason I do is not because I don't like it. I actually love it. I think it's the best wrestling out there. But I really do see it as like a dessert. Like I see it as a (laughs) I don't. No, because here's the thing. I don't want to get used to it and have that be, like, my standard of wrestling and then go watch, like, WWE or some, some like, North American show and be like, oh, this sucks. I, like, I you know, I don't want to be, like, spoiled oh, on wrestling. I am so, so spoiled now, dude. couple things. One, <laughs> I love that attitude because it's like, oh, I'm not going to go watch this good movie because I want to enjoy every other movie more. <laughs> I, I fucking love that. But, uh... I I did wanna I did wanna mention like I watched so sure. we watched the first match where they're like they're hit they're fucking they're fucking each other they, up like every sound you hear is skin on skin contact like violence dude, it's like, the, I the feel... only reason I know that one of them doesn't die is because they're showing me this video right now you can see them move afterwards dude, that's it like this is why I was telling you they're Eskimo brothers dude they slept with the same girl and they're both mad at each other and I'm now they're just fucking trying to kill each other. See, that's yeah. I mean, that's that American kayfabe, though. These these guys didn't seem. To it's have... implied, dude. It's implied. <laughs> Why else would they be fucking it's trying the so hard to kill each dude. other? But yeah, so they're they're really subtext. really hitting each other. <laughs> and then also when we get to the next yeah. match, and there's a lot. It was much closer to a American style of pro wrestling where yes. it was like there was a lot more of like the the fucking pizzazz of, of their intros and their characters mm-hmm. and and the story it's, and the drama a, so funny because the first one almost seems like a fucking ceremony because they keep kneeling down like it's my turn to get punched like what well, the i was saying it, it seems like the true story that american pro wrestling was based off of like, yeah the first the first match <laughs> But uh, in the second one, they do still. It is still crazier than American Pro Wrestling because they do sometimes. It's it's just like you watch him do a flying double kick right into the dude's face, and the camera shows you mm-hmm. and it shows you the impact and that they go in flying. slow motion. Like sometimes yeah. they get hit and they do like a full fucking flip, and it's you're you're not seeing like the slamming of the mat or like the obfuscated view or anything. It's just like they mm-hmm. fucking did it, dude. They it's, got hurt, yeah. but it's, it's not all the time. It yeah, is like occasionally they do one of those crazy hits. And also, I got greedy for that. It made every <laughs> other hit be like, okay, well, that's fake, so I don't give a shit anymore. Yeah, because then I was Now just, you have real hits on the board. You then know? I was just looking at Kenny Omega's feet like, bitch, I see you stomping. Like, you need to be more discreet. Come on, yeah, dude. You Keep the magic alive. Right Come on. So, so to give a little background, um, the, 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 oh, the other match we watched was Kenny Omega... Versus Kazuchika Okada. Um, Fucking Okada. Kenny Omega dude. is a Canadian who wrestles in Japan. The term for which, for a foreigner, a non-Japanese wrestler in Japan, is a gaijin. Now, gaijin used to be, and might still be to an extent, be a pretty bad term for a for like is it, a slur? it wasn't a nice thing yeah it was not i don't know if it was like the level of a slur but it was like 
it was not a nice that you wouldn't just call any foreigner a gaijin. Like it wasn't exactly that, but through like all of the Westerners and different people coming to Japan and earning their like stripes, getting their respect mm-hmm. through like the eighties and nineties and all that sort of stuff, even to today, it, it's become just more of a term for a foreign wrestler. Um, but Kenny's a Canadian wrestler and he was facing Okada who is like, He's, he said he's like the face of New Japan, right? He's like the John Cena of he New looked Japan like Pro Wrestling. I'm sorry. He's <laughs> been stuck but, in my uh, head. No, that's, there you go. Is it is it Gaiju like Kaiju? No, Gaijin. 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 I wish it was like Kaiju because then that'd kaiju. be awesome. But uh, that's um. always an interesting thing because I uh, in Peru. So now you know there's something I make a lot of generalizations about Peru. And at some point, As I, you I realized that. What if so? I I view Peruvians as like fun loving heavy drinkers, and I'm sure. like, wait a minute, hold up, is it just that my personal family is all a bunch of alcoholics? <laughs> so maybe like just you like to drink and party? Oh, no. And... Well, no, no, my whole family definitely drinks a shit. God, ton definitely of drinks and party. No, but it's like, wait, just... what if everybody I'm related to is just an alcoholic, and the rest of the country the is fine? Of... I don't know. But oh no. So another one of these things is. As far as I know, we personally call, you know, we say gringo for uh, mostly Americans, yeah. but like yeah, white, white people in general. But it's like more of a descriptive term. There's like no real negative connotation to it besides mm-hmm. like, you know, they're they're funny white American people. Yeah, exactly. They don't know what's up when it comes I to I feel like things. Canadians are yeah. also gringos. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay. Definitely. Definitely. We, yeah, we, we, don't, get very, anyway. we don't get many Canadians down in Peru, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's a long trip. Yeah. It's a, uh, but so you gotta go a lot. Like, I have sorry. heard tell that in other South American countries, that word is much more of a slur. Really, so, really. I've heard rumors. I don't know for sure. I don't. I don't know at all. But I, I am curious about like, you know, when it when those kinds of terms are crossing mm-hmm. boundaries and they're like the people you hear from, like how much do they actually know? And like what? Yeah. Like where it, is was the word ever bad? Is it still bad? Like who knows? Exa- yeah, I feel like, like curious thing. I feel like it's so tricky because like you know, there's so many fucking countries where it could be like the term could mean different things and it's not like you can live in every single country and know and it's not and like just traveling there will give bingo. you a good enough like knowledge base. Yeah. And the, That's in crazy. other languages they have a lot more differences between even within the same country, different regions. Yeah. They, like they, of what something means or how you say, yeah. Yeah, they have dialects in a way that is not like we have. We have accents, but we don't really have dialects <laughs> the same way that they do. You know, we have different words that we use. For we have some things. slang differences. Like, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they. I think it really. De- I, I think it depends because like America's fucking big too. Like America's a lot yeah, bigger so we than a have, lot of countries. We should, it should be like, more intense. Yeah, than that's what you'd I'm think saying. it'd be more. Yeah, it's in. It's like, I know. I, I'm. I'm most familiar with German. Like. In German, like down to the greetings are different in different regions in Germany. Like That's it's, wild. it's like really crazy. Um, but anyway, fuck that <laughs> smarty pants bullshit. Let's get Dude, back to like what about is that actually important in life, which is beefcakes, fucking smashing. Absolutely. Bones. So okay, so so um, we started to give a little background on our boys. Yes. Of the second match. Uh, this is uh, the, the, the description of Okada kind of leads into a a sort of a specific thing in Japanese wrestling that is definitely not stated in American wrestling, though it's kind of true. Um, the system, like the the way things are put together, is actually kind of different in Japanese wrestling. Um, I'll get into this in a, a little bit later, but like they have a lot of factions, they have a lot of like groups of wrestlers together. Okay. Who who like are a group and they're like we hang out together and we're friends and that sort of so stuff. So is it um, is it bigger than yeah. like Triple H's crew or the Undertaker's crew? Oh yes. So like Triple H's crew, like the biggest crew he's ever had, had like six people in it. Uh-huh. And in Japan, that's like a low level faction. Like most factions have like right. ten or you know eight to ten people in them. Okay. Um, and I have I have those the. the the four important ones listed, and I will go over them and yes. kind of discuss them. I also want to put us into those factions and Fuck. see like who, yes. where you want to be. That's sort of whichever thing. one's the best um, one. Except, well, of course. But um, Okada, as the Fuck sort of Okada. John Cena 
of of New Japan. He is what the what you would call the ace of New Japan Pro Wrestling. The ace being your best wrestler. He is right. the best one, like unconditionally, that sort of thing. Um, and each faction also has an ace. They have their best wrestler that they'll put out to represent. Um, so is Kenny the match- Omega the ace of his faction? Uh, he was at for a time. Um, I think at the moment the the match wait, wait, we saw the young bucks abandoned him. Oh, uh, they actually didn't. I'll. <laughs> okay, me, right, I'll do, I can. I can explain some of that actually because um, that match. So the match we watched was from 2016. Mm-hmm. That was actually the first time uh, Okada and Omega had wrestled each other. They had never wrestled each other before that. Okay. That was their first match. Um, to your point, Shannon, and I can show you these later eventually, they want, they went on to wrestle each other three more times. And uh, according Wait, to every wrestler... after the fight that we watched? Yeah, they watched, they watched that, and then they, they met a couple months later. They wrestled again to like an hour. They wrestled again <sighs> three months later, and they wrestled again three months later. Like, okay. I can show you... By the way, everyone agrees those matches got better each time. That's awesome. Oh my god! So like the we were our for us we were all like screaming and yelling and like ta- you know banging on the table and getting all like actually hyped about stuff on this match. Apparently, there's three more that are even better. Yeah, so, um, dude, yeah. I can't fucking yes. wait, I, dude. I, <laughs> yeah, I want. I don't want to spend too long talking about this match that our Correct. listeners have not watched. But yeah. I will say I am pissed because fucking I keep. I know. Okay, it's Kenny Omega. I keep thinking Johnny Tsunami. Dude, I keep saying I keep saying <laughs> Kenny Ortega in my fucking head, dude. What is Kenny wrong Ortega with me, dude? Kills me. Kenny Omega. Kenny Ortega, Kenny Ortega would be his name in WWE because they wouldn't. They would. They have. They want to change it so that it could right. be like their own. They would make him Kenny Ortega. <laughs> Kenny Ortega is like a director, right? I don't. Know. I'm pretty sure he's the he director makes a of delicious High School taco musical, meat. But don't quote me on it. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> fucking not Johnny Tsunami, but Kenny Omega, no. like six. T- it was literally like six times. I think it was exactly six times. He pins Otaku. Was it Otaku? Nope. Oh my Otaka. god, dude. Otaka. Oh my Otaka? god. Okada. Okada. Oh, Okada. I had it for so long. And By the way, we are drinking just Omega. as a note, so yeah. our um, stupidity can be blamed on something. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> Six times he gets him to the second count, and he bucks yeah. off at the last second. I was getting, it was making me so mad, dude. And then he ends up winning at the end. That was absolutely Kenny Omega's fight the entire time. And the fact oh that he didn't win, dude. Is how did you bullshit. not see that coming? Of course, they saw it coming. Why do you think it got madder and madder hero. every yeah, time like, that he got out of it? Also, I I know you keep saying Kenny Omega, but I'm pretty sure you mean Carl from Workaholics. So it should look exactly <laughs> it's definitely just like Carl the drug from dealer workaholics. from Workaholics. <laughs> but maybe hotter. He does look a bit like that. Well, definitely hotter. Well, yeah. Oh, wait, I he's mean, fucking, it's like if Carl got ripped, dude. He's got that bubble butt bong. too. <laughs> he, like, he did have a bubble butt. He had a donk on him. Um, yeah, and I, I yeah he made I love he that made that was your look, first thing look like a baby butt. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Like. I love that you pointing that out was like the key catalyst of like, you know what? I like Kenny more. Okada <laughs> looks like a boy. So I'm going to support the man with a bubble butt. Like you get him, Kenny. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm always going to root for the donk, dude. Come on. <laughs> I love me a bubble butt, dude. Like one of my top five features on either gender is a bubble butt. It's a bubble dude, butt. Okada um, just wasn't doing that much. That was fucking interesting. Like, Kenny Omega yeah. with that name. He also Kenny Omega when he decides somebody's gonna die does this thing where he slow motion like aims finger guns at them and then he, it's he really did it too many yeah. times by the end of the match. I was like, all right, Kenny, you gotta slow this like, shit you got, down. You gotta kill him or you gotta <laughs> die at this point. Well, yeah, here's, exactly. Here's my thing: is Okada like and and this is I will I won't keep harping on this match for forever. But it's, you could yeah, I was gonna say we could talk about this the whole time. But, but Okada, like, at the beginning was so cocky, and he's like, yeah, I'm yeah. fucking with this thing. And he, like, goes over to the side of the ring. Like, he goes outside the ring, and he pulls a fucking table out from under the ring. And everybody's like, <laughs> what are you doing? This is crazy. And he's just like, oh, yeah? Okay. So he just, like, puts it on the ground and just, like, leaves it there. And, and the, then later the on. the gun hits the mantle. 
Just oh politely leaves it. And then later on, fucking Kenny Ortega just... Oh, dude. Oh, that was so crazy. <laughs> what did he... What did he put a table on top of him? Yeah. Yeah, he, we put the he table... He laid the table he on him. He knocked him out of the... So, God, he immediately donked up Okada so bad. Like, it was like... <laughs> Yeah, man, he's got brain damage now. No, I think like, all right, yeah, yeah, it's we're, over. We're we could talk about this forever. It, You're absolutely right. Like this is what we'll say. This is what we'll say. It's um it's Okada versus Omega Wrestle Kingdom eleven. Wrestle Kingdom, dude. Look that up and watch it because that's the match we're talking about. If you uh, don't watch it, two, you're a fucking two people idiot. who have literally watched like less than five hours of wrestling total in their lifetimes are raving about it. You like go watch it, okay? It, it is um, I, I will say it is too long. As are almost every wrestling it's, match. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely too long. I was thoroughly entertained. But, but so, honestly, but shut honestly up. <laughs> if there were like two more people in the room with us, like if Brian was like here was like, and yeah, I had like no. Two more of these uh, BLLs for you noobs out there. That means Bud Light Limes in my body. <laughs> Dude, I would have been like jumping up on the table like, yeah. woo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is definitely something to watch while not sober. I, I highly recommend it. Definitely going to yeah, hear more sweet. about pro wrestling in the future. But Absolutely. Bri- Brian, would, um, would you give us some actual information so that we're not just... Take it away. <laughs> so, okay. So... Um, to talk about New Japan specifically, because it is, at this point especially, it is essentially the WWE of Japan. Like, it is the biggest company right now. Right. Um, it was founded by Japanese wrestler Antonio Inoki, who came from a, like, legit martial arts background. So, he it, like, you know, he's you know very about respect... He's very about... Wait, what's up? Do you know what kind of martial arts? Uh, I don't know. I think uh, he probably did multiple martial arts. I, I, I unfortunately don't have his specific background. Yeah. Um, I will say this. Um, and it's kind of bizarre because he was a pro wrestler at that point. He actually had a exhibition match with a famous boxer. Can you guess which famous boxer he had an oh. exhibition match oh, with? Mike Tyson. Shannon? Uh, this is for all the chips. Um, this is for all the marbles. Um, what's that other boxer I know? Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. Okay, Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, that is incorrect. Is it Muhammad he Ali? Ex- he had an exhibition match with Muhammad Whoa, Ali. Got it. Second try. Only one. Like guess. <laughs> what you? Dude, Whatever, dude. Dude, the amount so, of like, guesses I've gotten yeah. right in these wrestling games. <laughs> you lie. I mean, come on. I've never gotten this many guesses right. This is absolutely incredible. Your streak is undeniable. Yeah. You can check because I, I usually don't guess. I usually only speak when I'm right. Correct. That's why he, I'm he only right. when when he knows it he'll say it. But other than that, he's like, ah, oh, yes. shit. <laughs> um, but so it was founded, and it's it basically has always had this sort of um what you would call a shoot style background, like a semi real background. Okay. Where people are actually kicking each other, hitting each other, doing moves on each other, but both wrestlers know who's supposed to win, so they make that happen. Um, and it, it, it's had its ups and downs. Recently, though, in this sort of 2015 to now, has been their biggest growth ever. Like they're they're coming over to North America. They're actually like you know they're gonna do a, a show in Dallas. Which year did like, you say they were founded? They were found. I don't know when they were found. They were founded in like the eighties. Damn. Like, um, so you're saying that these Japanese wrestlers are coming over here and fighting American wrestlers? Because uh, I was specifically going to ask, like, what would happen if one of these guys made their way over to America? Would they just murder every single wrestler <laughs> that we have? So Shibata or Ishi or and a couple others. Uh, Minoru Suzuki is another one. They would murder other American wrestlers. I, they would kill dude, them. Shibata could single-handedly, on his feet, just walk across America and murder every person. So, <laughs> so this is... He would leave a trail of bodies in his wake. Um, but to talk about... To tie in with the history, um, Shibata and uh, Suzuki specifically, um, those two have legitimate MMA backgrounds. 
Oh, like they shit. fought in in actual MMA fights in Japan. You see, so you see him doing the MMA grabs on him. Like yeah. a little, he doesn't like go follow through with them, but he he grabs them in like the right way. Exactly. Um, by the way, New Japan was founded in 1972. What Jesus. the fuck? So it's been around for almost 50 years. Oh my god! It's been around for a hot minute. Um. Yeah, in three. Yeah, oh my god! In twenty twenty two, it will be their fiftieth anniversary. That's crazy. So much. That's so it's a institution. God, I hope I'm Japan. never that old. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what is? Um, so, but most we, of the re- you said they all, they, most of the wrestlers we watched probably won't be that old, unfortunately. Wait, but you said that they're coming to Texas though. Mm. They are. So they have a partnership with another promotion in the united states called ring of honor right so they kind of do some they 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 give ring of honor guys to japan japan sends some japanese guys over to ring of honor and they cross promote um when they have done a cross promotion event in america with them it's sold like it's done really well right Uh so they're like oh we have our big tournament coming up which by the way is called the g1 climax which sounds like Ow! what a, a high schooler says about giving a girl an orgasm. Oh, I totally made her G1 climax. <laughs> 69. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Um, but they are having, they're having an event in Dallas at, um, I think, the basketball stadium. I don't remember what it, uh, the, the name of the stadium, but, like, they're coming to America to and like. We're going to Texas. We're. I was gonna say, <laughs> congratulations, guys! I've got three tickets. Podcast to going on the road. <laughs> um. If uh, yeah, just sorry, uh, Taylor. You're not gonna be on any episodes yeah, for a bye. while. Sorry, Taylor. Yeah, because we because <laughs> we're going to Texas. We're going to Texas. Yeehaw! Um, yeah. Dude, I'd I'd get the fucking biggest hat they have. If you. <laughs> I'd get a I'd specifically yeah, get I really, a hat so big that makes me look short. I really just want to put this to the test <laughs> and like mail two tickets to your house and just be like, are we doing this? And you're going to be like, oh shit, we are. <laughs> Literally, if you put the ticket in my hand, I would be on the plane tomorrow. Of course I'm going. No, yeah. No, like not that I would have a plane ticket tomorrow. Gosh, we could make it. Um, I'd be but yeah, so hyped, they're, dude. They're actually starting to expand into America, like North America, because they they have a market for it. Um, and the biggest influence from that, this is this will actually all tie up and make sense, is one of the biggest angles and the biggest factions in recent years in New Japan was called Bullet Club. Bad Bullet Club ass. was a group of gaijin wrestlers, all foreigners, okay. all Westerners, who would just act like shitheads all the time. That sounds right. They would they would beat up wrestlers out, outside of matches. They would interfere in matches. They would get people disqualified. Uh, they would just, they would make fun of people. They would just be like terrible. Bullet Club. Yeah. Bullet Club exploded in popularity. Wait, is this, so is this like one of the factions? Yes. Okay. This is one of the factions. So um, this is like Attitude Era faction. Yeah, it it it's it was a lot like some of the factions during that time in the American wrestling companies Dude, that are all like Kenny fuck Omega you, fuck the system. In so Bullet Club, I Kenny Omega was in Bullet Club. Yeah, he um and during during the match we saw he was in Bullet Club. Yeah, I thought I cool. saw Bullet he was, Club flash up on the uh, screen for shit. a minute because I was like badass, dude. Actually, at that point in 2016. He was pretty much their ace. He was their best wrestler. His, like his ace nickname, of Bullet Club? His nickname that yeah. flashed on the screen was The Cleaner. The Cleaner. He cleans up those matches, dog. Except not the... Yes! Yeah. yeah. But not the mat. Like, yeah. you don't not actually no, you do don't that. clean up afterwards. That's, <laughs> no, God, no. You, 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 get some, you get some young boy to do the that. The janitor! And you go, now, <laughs> the janitor. The, the young bucks, those were Okada's crew? No, oh, that, that was Kenny, those were Kenny's boys. Nah, well, Kenny's so boys the young bucks dude. are Kenny. So they're his boys, not his faction, dog. So, oh, so the young, no, they're in his, No, no, they are in his faction. Oh, they are. There's a lot going Every on. Every single guys, one of I'm the sorry. young bucks is in the Bullet Club. 
There's only two of them, but yes, every single yeah. young two bucks. young bucks. Yeah, it was Slash. The and two guys that were guy. there. Yeah, I thought there were like four guys there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was two, dude. Uh, I'm seeing double, man. <laughs> they they are a tag. They're an act. They're first of all, they're actually brothers, and they are That's a tag cute. team. Re- like, yeah, exactly. So um, the young bucks are more like the American style crew, but the Yes, like Bullet within Club Bullet is Club. like faction. Within Bullet Club, Straight exactly. Up Japanese exactly. faction shit. Bullet Club is the whole faction. Um, Sick. My, <laughs> they have a couple of other members, um, and I also like it because these are just like Japanese style names because you don't get away with this stuff in American wrestling. Um, my my favorite one is the Underboss, whose name what? is Bad Luck Fale. He's just this giant. I think he's. New, he's like a Pacific Islander, and he's just this giant motherfucker who beats up. Like he's not that good at wrestling. Wrestling, like he just he's not gonna his body into. But people. he just like choke slams dudes oh, and yeah. power bombs them and like clotheslines dudes into oblivion. He's Tongan. Sorry, he is Tongan. Um, but yeah, like he just beats dudes up. His catchphrase lately has been, and this is one of my favorite catchphrases ever. Fuck him. Yeah. Fuck him. That oh, has hey. been his catchphrase. <laughs> that does He familiar. just says that about people, about other wrestlers, about the management of New Japan. Just fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. About people who don't oh, like yeah. Mamma Mia. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Um, I, but, sorry, yeah. I just today no, volunteered with a bunch of children, and it was- oh. Fuck him. Well, it was- don't- <laughs> Don't, in any sense of the word, don't yeah, do that. I mean, yeah. Strike it from the Sorry. record. Oh, Stricken my from the God. Record. Nobody, everybody, <laughs> don't listen to that part of the recording. It's gone. Yeah, ignore that. Um, but they were all playing outside with, like, chalk and shit, and it was a bunch of, like, volunteers who had to be there, not okay. volunteers who wanted to be there. Mm-hmm. And they were, they were children of people who go to the university, so... Most of the parents yep. were gone, so there's only volunteers who didn't need to be there. So the kids were running wild. It was absolute chaos. Oh my god! I was just like looking at the ground, and in chalk is written "No school." It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, dude, fucking kid chaos is the best. They were, they had, I don't know why they had paint brushes of water to paint the ground with with water. But instead of but that, the- they were painting the benches so that if anybody sat down, they were going to sit down. They would get wet, and- but... Oh, my God. These kids are savages, Genius, dude. Like Anybody who sits on a bench and gets wet, but hilarious. Oh That's my the perfect God. prank. No school, dude. That is the perfect dude. prank. Fuck this school. is why you wait until you're done Fuck with em. school to have children so they don't just run yes. amok, dude. <laughs> yeah. Perfect kid. Oh, but... but- I can't even get through. All right, so 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 Bullet Club is like the most popular faction, right? Like they're the most westernized. Um, They have a guy nicknamed the Tokyo Pimp who comes out with a different hot lady every time. What? Um, She that's great. Uh, They have the Young Bucks. They have Kenny Omega. Um, They have a lot of people going on in there. Uh, So you have that state. You have that faction. You have another faction which is actually pretty appropriate, appropriately titled called Chaos, which is Ooh. a lot of, like, the top Japanese wrestlers who are just... Uh, Okada is in that faction. Oh, boo. Uh, <laughs> nah, I spoiled the faction. They're, they're kind of the most, like... They're kind of the biggest faction. Um, they don't have much... Like, they, they have personality, but they're not, like... Why are they... They're, like, the popular... They're kind of like the popular so kids the, at school. Why are like, they called Chaos? Cause, well, because they initially did cause chaos, but now that they're, like, the most popular ones, it's sort of almost, like, ironic that they're called chaos. Yeah, no, see, the chaos faction should be reserved for a faction of only heels. So, the the chaos faction should be refer, re- reserved for the next faction, which is Los Ingobernables, oh, Ingobernables de Japan, which is what? a Japanese... Um, a satellite faction of a group in AAA, oh. which is a Mexican wrestling My association God. called Los Ingobernables. Um, That's basically awesome. It's awesome. What happened was, and this is actually true. Um, this is another story that I'm going to tell in this episode, if I can, of that, that it shows a lot about 
Japanese wrestling. It shows a lot about the management, and it shows a lot about character development. Basically, there is a wrestler named uh, Tetsuya Naito. We're just going to call him Naito from now on, though, okay? So nobody has to worry about anything. He's just named Naito. Um, And basically, he was going to be, like, the next big thing, right? Yep. He was going to be the next Okada. He was going to be the next, like, John Cena of of New Japan. But what happened was the fans rejected him. They were like, we don't like Naito. We don't think he's we don't think he's the number one guy. I love that. And what's interesting is around the same time, the same thing was happening in WWE with a guy named Roman Reigns. And okay. Vince McMahon and the office were like, no, Roman Reigns is the best. Sorry, and sorry, the, the office, is that the executives or is that a group of people and That's like the executives. Okay. Oh, like actual executives. So it's not, not like, like Jim and Pam. It's not like a group. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, but basically, they were like, "No, no, no! You're, you'll take your Roman Reigns, and you'll like it." And so they had him win championships. They had him do things, and everyone was just booing yes, him, right? Definitely WWE. But what happened in Japan was, and what happened in Japan was, Naito was kind of this like generic good guy. But people were booing him because they didn't like him and they didn't like that this was the person the office was choosing. So he had his big title match and instead of overcoming the odds and winning, he lost. Like a chump. And he lost pretty hard. Like he kind of got humbled. And what ended up happening was he went over in a trade. I think it was, oh, it's not AAA. It was CMML or CMLL, which is another company down there. Um, he went over there to kind of be seasoned and like, you know, gain exposure and learn better wrestling because the Japanese fans were rejecting him. So he went over there, he went over there and he joined Los Ingobernables and the Mexican fans were so racist to him. No, no. They would do this thing. They would do this thing and it became his signature uh, taunt oh. because it was like a fuck you to them where they would pull open their eyelid like and like make like a circle with it as in like open your oh eyes because you're Asian. They would do that to him. So he in turn went fine. Fuck you motherfuckers. And he would lay down and do the motion as like a fuck you to them. Ooh. And then he adopted that when he went back to Japan. And then when he got back to Japan, cause he was so hardened and so disillusioned and so like, fuck you to everybody. He started the Japanese branch of Los Ingovernables and he became like kind of a maniac, like the calmest maniac ever because he eventually won a championship, right? He didn't win the world title, but he won the championship. Like he won a championship and he literally didn't care so much that he would just throw the title like up awesome, into the ring, dude. out of the ring. He would drop it. He would let parts of it break off and he would like just carry, he would like drag it across the floor. It was a real, like it was real character development. He went from like, yeah. I'm Mr. Cool guy to everyone said no. So he's like, fine, fuck, fuck everyone. Him. I'm going to be me. He's so ungovernable and, now. Like it's, it's there. I don't think I would belong in their faction, like if we're gonna do that game. But I think they're one of my favorites because all of them are misfits. Okay. All of them are like outcasts and weirdos. By the way, one of the guys is just named Evil. In all capital <laughs> letters, letters, his name is Evil. Every it's the best thing ever. Is lemon. Lemon. <laughs> okay, so to to go through it so far, we have the yes. Bullet Club, who is like. So we have Bullet Club, who's like the John Benders. Thing. Yes, that's a great way to do and it. And we yes. we have uh, we have chaos, which is like the jock, which is like the Emilio Estevez. Yeah, yes. exactly. And we have the ingovernables, which is like the basket case. Yes, and then we have oh, this one's gonna be tough. It <laughs> oh god, um, the last one, the last important one is called Suzuki Gun, awesome. which is uh, Suzuki's faction. He's the leader of it. And they are basically all 
shoot fighters. Like, they're all real fighters who just beat the shit out of everyone they wrestle. Goddamn. That's fucking dope. Like... Is that the one that um, uh, my boy Shibata's in? He... I think he was... He might have been in it for a time. Um, I do have... I, I, I already knew this, but and I'm going to bring the mood down before we pick our oh, factions. No. I, I do have some bad news about Shibata. Oh, um, no. there, there, he, he wrestles really hard, and he wrestles thing. He actually um, ended up getting a subdural hematoma during a match. Whoa. And he... Uh, they, they, they got it. They operated on him. He, did, he had to do emergency so surgery what, what and everything. What does that mean exactly? Uh, let me... Is that a brain thingy? Look up the formal... Okay, but... Uh, he got... It was bad. But he got, he got hurt doing yeah it's you it's associated with traumatic brain injury in which blood gathers between the inner layer of the dura mater and the arachnoid mater yeah he got Uh, basically blood in your brain brain. okay yeah but that's Um, that's, i don't know that's i mean that wait i get that you know like i i I thought you were gonna say like he did that same shit to his wife or some shit you know like i I thought it was gonna be something oh no 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 no, wait so it happened during a match and then they fixed him and he's all better now or like he can never uh he is he is safe now but he has not wrestled since then and he is currently the the head it's absolutely for the best um he's the head coach of their dojo right now fuck so like he's he's training other wrestlers which i find so funny so they call the wrestling (laughs) training center a A dojo dojo. absolutely it's japan no chance they were and my my favorite thing is so like I, i was saying before they have a system so they have like junior heavyweights and heavyweights right like they have the big guys and the smaller guys the guys who are trying to break into the business in new japan go through a system called the Young Lion Program. Sick. So they are young lions before they become actual, like, wrestle before they get, like, a gimmick. Not cubs. So, young lions. A young lion. Young um, lions. If okay. You they should call them so young got, lion scouts. Oh, my. Absolutely. They should. <laughs> All right. So we've got, we've got Suzuki Gun. We've got Chaos. We've got Los Ingovernables. And we've got Bullet Club. So it's it's John what Bender, basket guys... case jock, for real murderer, for real murder fighting, <laughs> actual fighter, Molly Ringwald on too much cocaine. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Um, um, where do you guys think you would be, or where do you go? First of all, where do you guys want to go, and where do you think you would go? Uh, so it depends how much I've had to drink. <laughs> to be completely honest with you. On a on a fun day, I'd I'd be in the Bullet Club. Okay. Uh, but but most days I'd be with uh, the Ingovernables. Absolutely. Dude, I feel like Bullet Club because I'd just be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd be like the Waluigi. Yeah, that sounds, that I'd be right. I'd be the Waluigi of wrestling. Dude. You're I'd be of, like, <laughs> you're kind of the Waluigi of my life. So yeah, that make, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't know to say heard it here first, folks. That was the end of our relationship. Is, oh no! That is an incredibly She's gonna hit him with a chair. Complicated and, and nuanced comment to make. Do you know how important of a figure Waluigi is in our generation? I'm gonna need you to uh, write an essay. It needs to be a thousand words minimum. It's due Monday. Dude, it's gonna oh leave that there. God. Anyway, Brian, what about you? I what challenge do you anybody to write. <laughs> About Waluigi in less than a thousand words, accurately. He's become a comp- you can't it's encapsulate a comp- it's a such an icon. Pia, dude. <laughs> That's not true. Necessarily. Everything really? about Waluigi needs to be more than a thousand words. A little bit more than that. I need to not be talking about Waluigi. Wow. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you can sum him up in one word. Wow. <laughs> um, exactly. That's pretty good. I would probably. I would want to be in Bullet Club to be like a cool guy and because I'm a dirty foreigner, but I would probably end up in like chaos just as like, oh yeah, like you're just a guy oh, yeah, dude. in chaos. I, like, shut up. It's not, it's not <laughs> insulting, but dude, yeah, you chaos as fuck. The Ingovernables would be so fun. I would love them because they're all just weirdos. There's literally one of the guy's nicknames. I think his name is uh, Takahashi. But his nickname is the Ticking Time Bomb, Whoa. and for a long time he walked around with a like a a, a plushy cat 
that was his best friend that he brought to the ring. The and fuck? every fan was like, I love him right now. No. I do love that, dude. Yes. Um, so what, what, but yeah, I would be in chaos. Okay, I'm chaos so, as fuck. It's terrible. So you're chaos. I'm the ingovernables. I think you're ingovernables. Like, cool. I think you're you're more cool. ingovernables than you think. That's, that's what I'm saying. I, I said for sure that. A bullet yeah. club, bitches. And you're you're absolutely she's, bullet she's club for bull. life. Oh, yeah, dude. That, that that way that I just said that was yeah. bullet club. That was, was bull, dude. That was peak bullet club. Uh, I am the height of Being a bullet. shitty we'll asshole. We'll throw a bone to Taylor. What would Taylor be in? See, he, would, uh, he would be unaffiliated. There's there there are some the wrestlers referee. that are unaffiliated. <laughs> he would be the referee. No, Red Shoes was cool. Shut up. No, Red Shoes was cool. So You're sorry, right. Red Red Shoes was the referee during the second fight that we watched because he has if, fucking sick red shoes. Yeah, because really they sick picked red the shoes. smallest man in Japan, and then they said, "Yep, go into that ring and try to stop these people from killing each other." That is an excellent name, the smallest man in Japan. The smallest man. Dude, in that should be Taylor's wrestling name because it would be like the opposite, you know. That's, <laughs> be, yeah, that's pretty he's like, you must. That's, that's pretty good. You heard it here first, folks. The smallest man oh, in Japan, Taylor Durrell. If, if you start hearing a wrestler called the smallest man in Japan, <laughs> just know that he's on this podcast weekly. <laughs> well, that's, that's great. Uh, is uh, there... I think I think he would be in listening, listening. Wait, so it's so it's, it's the three that we are in, and then what was the other one? Suzuki, Suzuki Gun. Oh, that's the one where they do the actual. Oh yeah, no, no, you mean, yeah, where they're like, yeah, no, no, no. where they're actually tough and scary as fuck. Like, yeah, <laughs> Taylor's probably red shoes. <laughs> he's red. He's a referee. He's another referee. But he's like, or, be in red shoes like faction. A, or he's like an announcer with like, with like a really like a really fun vibe, you know? Like he <laughs> he gets everybody fucking pumped. Dude. Or he's like a oh. retired American wrestler. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> from like, like the seventies, and they were fun. And my and accessory I is my lazy they were boy. <laughs> like, bef- like I... pre-attitude era retired American wrestler. Oh yeah, some guy who worked in the territories before everything was anything. <laughs> like before television was existing, and it's like I remember when George Hackenschmidt faced Rollerball yeah, Rocco in nineteen thirty-five. His wrestling name was Dildotus, as he is personally <laughs> selected, by the way. And- Various games we played, dude. Dude, I'm Taylor's just... wrestling name is absolutely Dildotus, and his oh, oh, style is Dildocracy. I'm just, he's I'm selected just, that himself. I'm just picturing him as like Mermaid Man from SpongeBob, you know, like that <laughs> level of like retired and like, yeah, I'll, I'll kick your asses, I'll guys. You. I'll get you. Just, no. No, um, somebody just like puts their hand on his head and just like goes, sits him down. Go to bed, old man. Yeah, go please. to bed, old man. <laughs> I, I, I do want to say one more thing because I think we're getting close to time. Yes. Um, you mentioned the announcers. Now the announcers. I think Jorge, you described that you felt like the Japanese announcer was on the call with us, just whispering sweet nothings into your ear. Absolutely was. Which is um, funny because I feel like one of them was just screaming the whole time, and then yes. the other dude was just like calmly hey. speaking. Like just I, it was that um, their the volume on their voices was much louder than the match. Yeah, so it sounded like they were with us, and oh, yeah. we're all watching the match together. Yeah, they the the announcing team does get like really into matches. My favorite call ever, because sometimes. There just aren't Japanese words for American things or English things, right? Some like we actually heard it in this where they would sometimes they went blah like you'd hear Japanese, 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 concussion, Japanese, 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 Japanese. Like there'd be like things like that. And my favorite one ever is the young bucks actually were interfering in a match, right? And they were beating up a wrestler on the outside. And they go, I'll show you the clip later. And maybe we can, we'll, we'll link the clip somewhere. Um, there is a point where they're beating up a wrestler and the Japanese announcer just in, in English just goes, young boxer, go home. Please go home. young." <laughs> I, I did I hear them say young boxer. Died laughing. <laughs> Very good. It's the best thing ever. Um, yeah. I, this is the thing about Japanese wrestling. And I really do treat it like a treat because it's, I think it's the best wrestling you see in ring. I think it's the most exciting stuff. 
I think when you first watch it, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of characters and a lot of story, but it kind of surprises you with how much there is. And it's just different. Like, it's not the same old stuff you see. They, it's dude, something they were new and fresh. So many smashes, yeah. dude. Oh, God. Every, every one of them is going to be, like, hobbling when they're 50 years old, but... Oh yeah, yeah. they're they're. Doing it's going to be garbage, worth it, dude. One of them, one of them's going to like pop out a kneecap in the middle of a match. Oh, God. Honestly, it's like a sixty percent chance that Shannon tombstones me the second we get off this call. I'm a hundred. I, dude, as soon as that match ended, I got so fighty. I'm so fighty right now, dude. Yeah, it's a problem. Oh, um, it did its job. It did its job. Yeah, but I, I think there is no chance that this is the last you've heard from us on pro wrestling. <laughs> no, nah, because you know more shit's gonna go down, dude. More shit's gonna yeah. go down. You know more shit's gonna go down. I think it's just gonna be every once in a while we put out a exactly. pro, wrestling, pro wrestling episode. Dude, you guys are gonna be like Shannon. Do you want to do a guest episode? And I'm gonna be like, uh, do you <laughs> want to watch wrestling? me watch wrestling for five <laughs> yeah, hours straight while I'm hammered? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is key. That is key. I do. I would very much prefer to be hammered for it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Definitely get drunk when you watch wrestling. Yeah, it's, it's it just feels right. You know, it feels like you're doing Absolutely. the correct thing. Feels like you're right there with them. Yeah. Yeah. You're right in the ring. Them, they seem someone. very tired. No. Uh, I, I don't know if I have to ask. Tired. I don't know if I have to ask, but on Japanese pro wrestling, are we friends? Hella. Yeah. Hella. Finally, a full round of yeses. For Absolutely. Pro yeah. Like. The easiest series of yeses in pro so wrestling. So friends. And do we, do um, we want to burn a little bit more time on that kid's corner? Sure. Okay, so I, I think uh, to, today, since we have Shane here with us, we wanted to reminisce a little bit on our own podcast. <laughs> All right. And have uh, Shannon tell us, give us some feedback from ourselves. So we Because we have a fan... A fan, I assume, here with us. Live in studio. Live in studio. So if you like Dude, to... I would not be here if I wasn't a fan. Oh, that's Big nice. fan, big fan, big fan, y'all. Big this fan. is already much nicer than what I expected to hear. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, like... Uh, I have <laughs> two comments. Um, the first of which is, you know, about two episodes ago, you guys had this uh, substitute host, and she mm-hmm. was just really charming and very oh. hilarious, and I would like to hear more of her. So, really? um, guys, it was me. I don't think she'll be coming back we'll anytime that soon. <laughs> that episode, we did get some very nice comments from we did people. did get real <laughs> positive feedback. Very, much, very yeah. much really liked. I, my, Mama Mia? Well, to, to call out Ashley again, no name, no doxing. Um, <laughs> uh, to say everything she ever wanted. So that's that's pretty fucking good. That's Dude, a yeah. pretty ringing endorsement for you. Um, second comment has oh, to boy. do with last week's episode, which I, full disclaimer, have not finished listening to yet. Very busy with school, <laughs> working on it, almost done. However, speaking of school, I was on my way out of class, and I'm like, all right, <laughs> oh, I've no. been in school for like seven fucking hours. I can't wait to go home, dude. It's a lot of hours. All right. I'm getting in my car. Oh, I'm going to listen to a podcast. What? Oh, yeah. Gotta, I got to catch up with the boys. Got to catch up with the boys. It's Monday. My episode's out. Let's fucking listen to it. It's the Nightmare on Elm Street episode. Sick. Turn it on. Just maniacal laughing. <laughs> Just so <laughs> jarring because I always have my volume turned up really loud. And the first mm-hmm. thing I hear is just, and I'm like, dude, did I miss the joke? What? What happened? Oh. <laughs> No, that's just the intro. So I guess good job, Taylor. Uh, but also like good job terrifying me and <laughs> seeping into my nightmares. And have you listened yeah. to the you rest of the episode? Yeah, pretty pretty appropriate because like Freddy Kruegering the shit out of my dreams. Yeah. So and, and yeah. You know what? We should we should probably take a moment of silence for our dear friend Taylor. What is it? Nineteen ninety three. Three. Yeah, ninety three. To two twenty nineteen. 93 2019. We'll always remember R.I.P. and peace. We will we remember? What is it that you say, Brian? R.I.P. and peace? I usually say rip in peace or R.I.P. and peace, yes. On that note, where we give a eulogy for our friend, 
Um, dearly departed. To, oh, to pay respects to the dearly, dearly departed, uh, you can post those on our, uh, <laughs> our Instagram and Twitter, which are underscore are we friends. You can also leave a comment on our website, r-we-friends.com. Um, oh, audience members, you should send in some memes. Like, DM the boys some memes. Because if you memes. got a spicy meme, they'll post your spicy meme, dude. They'll do we it. Will, and we'll, we'll give you credit. We'll, we'll... I'll also also personally message you because I... I'll send you a, I'll a do letter. I'll anything for the next spicy meme. Dude, I'll give you a kit. It's fine. I'll do whatever I want. Huge, uh, huge addiction <laughs> to spicy memes. Slide right into their DMs with those memes, guys. Um, all right. So... From Are We Friends, I have been your golden lover, Brian. I have been your fearsome, furious, ferocious, Shannon. And I'm still just Jorge. And we'll talk to you next time. Young Boxer, go home. Please go home. <laughs>